Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for WEEI Late Night with your Friday night host, the Hacksaw, Jim Hackett. Friday night with the Hacksaw is brought to you by Atlantic Power Cleaning. 30 and still getting dirty. AtlanticPowerCleaning.com and by Gould's Distinctive Clothing in Acton. You too can look as sharp as Rob Bradford. Gould'sClothing.com. Now, here's Jim Hackett. All right, good evening, everybody. Jim Hackett riding alongside you and your cozy radio, uh, Google Play, Alexa, like Mike and Newton. You're tuning in on the WEI Sports Radio Network of the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us. It's Friday night, late night with Jim Hackett, and uh, we've got a big show on tap for tonight. It's good to be back. I made probably the longest tease in radio history. It was a one-week tease, and so I did it last week at like 11.50 at night, and I'm going to pay it off at 11 o'clock tonight, finally. And we've been spending weeks upon weeks upon weeks where I've been beating the drum uh, of the Patriots and beating up Bill Belichick for what he didn't put around Mac Jones, except for Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, which I know, like like me, none of you are happy about, nor should you be. Um, and I've wanted to transition into the positive news in this city that's happening over on Causeway Street, where your Boston Celtics are winning right now. They just uh, got a three by Derek White, 87-68. to 68, They're playing the Pelicans right now. And your Celtics are sitting in as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Your Bruins, also on Causeway Street. Your Boston Bruins have the best record in hockey, 15-2. and two. And I came in a couple weeks ago, and I, I wanted to talk Bruins with you guys. I really did. And then four hours before I started getting my notes ready for the show, they went and signed Mitchell Miller. That was that day. So my head exploded and my pet's heads were falling off and I had to sound off on that. And I think it was the right call because I think everyone in the market was upset about it. And the Bruins proved it by two days later after Gary Bettman said this guy has no path to playing in the NHL. They released him. So, But that story's gone. That story's gone now to me. Well, I hope so. I hope it doesn't resurface. I hope we're getting beyond it, even though the Bruins tried their hardest to kind of resurface it bringing in that legal team to help them, quote-unquote, vet out their player personnel processes. But I don't want to get into all that. I want to get into some of the, the stuff that's right in front of us. And the big things that are right in front of us are, as I said, your Boston Bruins are 15-2 and two on top of not only the Atlantic Division, the Eastern Conference, but the entire NHL. The Celtics winning right now, 12-3. and three. They'll likely be 13-3 and three after tonight. A lot of positivity happening over on Causeway Street. But again... We're in the middle of November. Thanksgiving's in a week. It's football season, guys. So like, we, we, we can't ignore the big story in town, which is of the New England Patriots sitting at 5-4, and four, sitting in last place in the uh, AFC East. But at 5-4, and four, it feels more like a 3-6 and six team in terms of the performance that we've seen on the field. But at 5-4, and four, they're sitting at 7th. They're in the playoffs right now, if it were to start. So it's, it's crazy to think of. And this Sunday in Week 11, division opponent, the New York Jets are coming to town. They sit at 6-3. and three. They got a couple big wins under their uh, you know, feathers under their cap. They beat, your, they beat the Buffalo Bills, who for a long time were the top team, not only in the division, but in the conference. They've slipped back a little bit. But I still think the Bills are the cream of the crop of the division and the conference. And that will probably play out as the season progresses. But this is a big one coming up for the Patriots. On Sunday. Now, I put all those out there to kind of just set the table. When we get into the 11 o'clock hour, for you hockey fans out there, for you Bruins fans, we're going to transition into hockey. We're going to go hockey pretty heavy in the second half of the show. And I'm going to have a guest with me. I'm going to have Doug Michaels. Now, Doug Michaels is a former UConn Husky goaltender for UConn. 
Uh, they were D5, I think, back then when Dougie was the goalie. I'm just kidding. He's sitting there in the studio. We're going to bring him in an hour, too. But he's also the president of the Goalie Academy Boston of Stride Right Power Skating and the Michaels Hockey Academy. And the reason I'm bringing Dougie in, and we're going to talk about the Bruins in the 11 o'clock hour, is I teased, again, the longest tease in the history of radio from last week. I've been watching the Bruins my entire life, probably since like the late 70s, I really started getting into them, the Don Cherry Bruins as a kid. I was even playing hockey back then, and I fell in love with that team then, and I fell in love with that Boston Bruins style, the big, bad Bruins, crushing people, scoring goals when they had to, and, that, and the 79 team had seven guys scoring 20 goals. Then you came into the 80s, and you had Ray Bork coming into his own, Kim Neely coming into his own. Those teams always felt about a player short offensively for about a decade and a half, you know, bleeding into the early 90s. And for pretty much my entire lifetime watching the Bruins, it's been basically the same style or a version of the same style, which is strong goaltending, strong defense, and score when you get your chances. Power hockey, tough hockey, gritty hockey, tough in the corners hockey, able to defend yourself hockey. They had a couple years where they didn't really have an enforcer, but for the most part... Bruins hockey has been a style for 40 years. And it's not the style we're looking at now. The style we're looking at now is like Canada Cup style, Olympic hockey style. What I used to watch and, 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 and fawn over, like watching the Edmonton Oilers with Gretzky in the 80s. I mean, the Bruins can fly. The Bruins can score. The Bruins are playing wide open. And it's a blast. It's a blast to watch. And the reason I'm bringing Doug Michaels in, who is an amateur goalie, a college goalie, runs an academy for goalies, he knows about goaltending. And the reason I'm bringing him in with a high-flying team like the Boston Bruins is if you're going to play that style, and here's the payoff on the longest tees in radio history, if you're going to play that style, you damn better make sure you've got a great goalie. So I've brought in an expert in the 11 o'clock hour to talk about goalies. Because I think he and I think that your Boston Bruins might have that guy. They might have that guy in Linus Allmark. He's certainly playing like that now. And so Doug has made a ton of notes. He's been observing. I asked him some questions before I jumped on the mic. Is this a different guy? Is this a different guy than we've seen last year? So we're going to talk a lot of Bruins in the second hour. As I frame up the show for hour one, if you've been listening to me for a few weeks, you know I can't not talk about the Patriots. I just have to, <laughs> okay? And it's week 11, the Pats are 5-4, and four, the Jets are 6-4, and four, and they're coming to town. And when I did my first show on Friday night back on October 7th, we looked at the schedule. We looked at the schedule, and I looked at it. And I said, the next six games, despite what you've seen, despite at the time what was a, a, a brewing a quarterback controversy, remember that? between Mac Jones, with, who had the high ankle sprain, and Bailey Zappi. Zappi comes in for two games and three quarters, lights it up pretty good, gets everyone excited. Belichick does the unthinkable on a Monday night in front of the nation against the Bears, just setting his starting quarter up for abject failure, taking him off the field, fans going against him. It was just an absolute train wreck. All that aside, when it all started, once they got past the Packers, that soft middle cushion of the schedule was in front of them. And I said here on this microphone, I think the Patriots, I expect them to go 5-1. and one. Well, they're 4-1, and one, the one loss being that abomination of a loss to the Chicago Bears. Didn't see that one coming. I thought they might split with the Jets, and they still might. And if they do, they would have gone 4-2 and two in this six-game stretch. And if they do and they come out of Sunday 5-5, five and five, they got no shot to make the playoffs because the schedule is not going to be favorable. So this, in week 11 of a 17, or actually an 18-week NFL season, if you include the bye, is a must-win for the Patriots. They're home. They've got a win against the Jets just a couple weeks ago that the Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson, absolutely gifted them. Now, credit the Patriots' defense. They were there to take the gift. you got to give them credit to take the gift, you know? And they did. How are you feeling this Sunday about the Pats Jets? 617-779-7937. How are you feeling this Sunday about the Pats and the Jets? I got to tell you, to me, it's an absolute coin flip. 
This is an absolute coin flip, and I've looked at it a hundred different ways. The one thing that stands out on both on both teams, if you look at it, what's the best asset on either of these teams on the Pats and Jets? To me, it's it's clear and it's not close. The Jets defense. The Jets defense is the best unit of any of the units that will be on the field on Sunday. Period. End of story. The Jets defense looks legit. They look good. And I'm not surprised because I think Robert Sala did a hell of a job in San Francisco when he was the defensive coordinator. And I think the Jets, when they finally got their act together after 50 years of not having it together, they brought in some smart football people and they hired a smart and tough coach. And smart and tough coaches build good defenses. And that's exactly what Robert Sala has done. They've drafted well. They're playing well. They took it to the Bills when the Bills were on top of the division and the conference. The Jets have a good defense. So that's a check mark in that box. The best unit of any of the units, offense, defense, special teams, on either the, either of the teams, you got to give it to the Jets. That said, the second best unit on the field on Sunday will be the Patriots' defense. And they're not as spectacular as the Jets seem to look right now on defense, as legit. I think the Patriots are rock solid on defense. I do think they have a star in Matt Junon. I think they've got an emerging secondary at the corner position. I'm kind of I'm a lot. I'm I'm pretty surprised, happily surprised, how the corners are playing, especially Jonathan Jones and the two young Jones kids that they drafted this year. Jack Jones made some big plays. The safeties are rock solid. The defensive line is good, even though they're short. Christian Barmore, the Patriots are solid on defense. I'd give them a good solid B, B plus, B plus. With, a cup, with an A player and a couple guys that are burgeoning A players. So before we break, I'll just leave you with this. And think about it. You can call 617-779-7937. We've got some calls lined up that we'll take that want to talk about the Patriots, and I do too. But think about this. The Jets have a slight edge in terms of their defense. But is Zach Wilson going to be terrible enough that it might not matter. That's my question. Zach versus Mac, and even though Mac has played like trash all year long and most of it isn't his fault, I'm taking Mac over Zach. We're going to trend. We're going to take a break. Your calls at 617-779-7937. More Pats. And then in the 11 o'clock hour, the Bruins with Doug Michaels. Coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back to Friday night with the Hacksaw. It's Jim Hackett on WEEI. All right, welcome back. Sports Radio, WEEI. It's late night Friday night. I'm your host, Jim Hackett. we got a lot to do tonight. In the beginning of the show, I kind of laid out the land of what we're going to do tonight. First hour, I want to get your calls on the Patriots and the Jets. Big game, week 11. Pats sit at 5-4. and four. Seventh seed in the AFC. I don't think they're a contender. I think they can make it. But if they're going to do so, they need to figure it out this week. They've got to beat the Jets this week. That is for sure. And uh, we kind of did the lay of the land right before we took a break. And just in terms of breaking down the best units on the field. The two best units on the field. The Jets have the best one. They get the best defense. And the Pats have a very good defense. I'm not throwing any shade on the Pats defense. I like the Pats defense. The Jets, talent-wise and execution-wise so far, better. But here's, the, here's, the, here's where the rubber meets the road for me, guys, is... Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson handed that, gift-wrapped that game for the Patriots two weeks ago for the Pats, and I don't expect to see any improvement from him. I do potentially hope and expect to see some improvement from Mac Jones, but as we've talked about for several weeks on this show, it's really not all on Mac, is it? I'm not a big fan of the surroundings around him, and I don't think uh, Chris in the car is either. Chris in the car wants to weigh in, and I think on uh, the offensive coordinator, Chris... Jim, thanks for Jim, thanks for taking the call. Uh, Pleasure. I'll ask the question. I'll ask the question, and as they'd say, move along. Um, you know, the Cheech and Chong show, Judge and Patricia, they may be nice guys, not to throw shade on their character, but it, you know, th- this on-the-job learning, on-the-job training. It's it, it, pull the plug on it. Why wouldn't you just take Brian Hoyer? plug him in and have him run it because he's done everything under Josh and Bill O'Brien and those guys. And on that note, I'll, I'll take the answer off air. Thanks for taking the call, my friend. Appreciate it, Chris. Yeah. You know, it makes a lot of, he makes a lot of sense. You know, Kenny Laird said that back in, I think September, August, September. And I was thinking the same thing. The only thing is I didn't have a microphone back then. I was doing the fantasy football hour and that, that show stopped after 10 years. Um, and I didn't have the, the opportunity to say it. Kenny said it, and I caught him in the hallway like two weeks later. I'm like, I'm right, I'm right in line. I think Hoyer might be the guy who's calling the plays from the sideline. Um, look, at, he's, a, he's a natural successor. Um, I think the reason, Chris, in the car that they, and to everyone else out there, that they might not make that switch is a couple of reasons. One is, where is Brian Hoyer? He banged his head pretty badly, apparently, in that Green Bay game in the first quarter. That poor guy, he can't get a break. Every time he gets out there, he, he just something bad happens. And and usually guys who have playing careers like that make pretty good coaches. <laughs> you know, the guys who can't do it on the field, they end up being pretty good coaches. And I, I actually think Hoyer, you know, Hoyer is in version 3.0 with the Patriots. I, I think I think he's been with the Pats as early as like somewhere between 05 and 08. I mean, Hoyer's been there for a long time in three different machinations. And the caller, Chris in the car, is right. He's He kind of learned, you know, uh, under McDaniels. He got a little bit of Billy O'Brien um, under Brady all those years. It, you know, he seems to be a thoughtful, smart guy. His problem is, it's interesting. This is an interesting conversation about, about why Hoyer might be or might not be a, a good offensive coordinator. I think he actually could be. But what's interesting is, Hoyer's one of these guys who's pretty good in between the 20s. He gets in the red zone, and then his head gets in the way. Now, that just might be pressure. There's difference. There's a difference between thinking on the field and thinking on the sideline. And I think Hoyer's mind might be one that actually does think well on the sideline. He has enough field general experience, or he's at least, you know, been an understudy to Brady and McDaniels all those years. Yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Chris in the car brings up a good point. The two reasons I think it maybe won't happen one is, where is he? And is he healthy? I mean, you know, I'm not a doctor, and, and I'm sure we might have a couple out there, but most of us watch football, and we don't have a medical degree. And a hit looks like a hit, and sometimes these guys go on the concussion protocol, and they come back in a week or a week and a half. Sometimes they don't come back for a really long time. And 
We haven't even heard Brian Hoyer's name. I haven't even heard it mentioned since he went down. So I don't know. That's part one. Part two is why wouldn't they just pull the plug? Yeah, it's a good question, Chris. It's a, it's a great question. I've been asking it here for several weeks, and I think there's one reason. It's nepotism. I mean, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are as close, seemingly, to Bill Belichick as Stephen and Brian Belichick are. They're like his surrogate kids. And I think when he uses that mantra, when Belichick uses that mantra, I'm doing what's best for the team, I don't think that's the case in this instance. I think he's 70 years old, and he wants to be surrounded by people that he knows in his mind that he can trust, that he can lean on, that share his vision. But it might not necessarily be, wait for it, what's best for the team. So I think there's a nepotism issue. I think there's a loyalty issue. And on the flip side of it, even if there wasn't, I'm wondering where Brian Hoyer is. How healthy is he? You know, all things being equal, I like, I like where Chris in the car is coming from. I think he's a guy I would flip the switch to. I'll mention another guy in terms of offensive coordinator for the Patriots. I talked about him last week, and this is not an original thought. Andy Hart was the first one. My coworker Andy Hart was the first one to mention it over the summer on the Fitzy and Hart show, and he mentioned Nick Cayley. And there's an article on WEI.com today. You can go check it out about Nick Cayley. Maybe next year is his ascension year, you know. Um, he was the tight ends coach, and he was a potential recruit from McDaniels going over to Oakland. Now, that's a whole other story. Maybe McDaniels comes back, for heaven's sakes. I mean, the way it's going with the Raiders. Now, he's got a big contract, and, and uh, the owner over there, the goofy-looking guy, Mark, uh, Mark Davis, has basically said you know, that they've got too much invested, that they're not going to unwind that. You can't trust these guys in what they say. Would it surprise you if McDaniels was fired and then got brought back here as OC? It wouldn't surprise me. wouldn't surprise me if he stayed either. Maybe he's telling the truth and maybe they don't want to eat that money, having up, uprooted that team and moved to Vegas. So, you know, a lot of factors out there. But Nick Cayley is a guy I would have my eye on. Uh, Brian Hoyer, potentially. But I'm wondering where he is with that head. And, and the bigger story is, you know, can you unwind Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I could. I'm sure Robert Kraft could. I'm sure Jonathan Kraft could. I, 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 don't, I don't know the man. i got to think maybe he wants to. But can Bill Belichick unwind those guys? I don't know. There's a real godfather-like loyalty thing going on there. So uh, good call there by Chris. And I hope I answered it you know, well, if not succinctly. But it, there's a lot of factors there. And Belichick's not making it easy you know, in terms of what the succession plan is going to be because it's pretty muddy. And the result of all that muddiness, you see it on the field. The Pats are sitting 5-4, and four, and I think they're lucky to be there. I think they're lucky to be there. The Colts were rotten. It was the worst 26-3 win I think I've ever seen in my life. Zach Wilson gift-wrapped a, a win for the Patriots. The other two they got were under Bailey Zappi, that little positive blip in the, in the season that we've seen so far. And the other one was against Pittsburgh. You know, and that was the game that Mac looked the best in. That's the game that the actual, the, the Patriots offense that we got to know under McDaniels, it looked the most like. But that was week two of the season. It's week 11. And they got the Jets again. So, um, you know, a lot of questions to answer. A lot of questions to answer about the Patriots. So talking about Pat's Jets on Sunday and what to expect. I, I really think, you know, in, in those who focus only on the quarterback position aren't really understanding the whole game, and I get that, and I'm not. But if you don't think this comes down to Zach Wilson and Mac Jones on Sunday, I think you're crazy because just think about what we saw a couple weeks ago with Zach Wilson. He gave them the game. Is he going to come in here, into Foxborough, into Gillette Stadium, and do you expect anything else? you expect them to suddenly turn it around? Corey Davis isn't playing. That's one of their best receivers. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 if you look at it, 53-man roster to 53-man roster, if you look at it in terms of momentum, if you look at it in terms of the Jets need it as much as the Patriots, the Jets actually need it more because the Patriots have a game in hand and head-to-head. Common opponents. If you look at all those tiebreaker situations, the Jets need it as much as the Patriots do. They're coming in angry. But they got a problem, and their problem is Zach Wilson. I just, I was high on the kid coming out of the draft. He was a guy, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, he was a guy I wanted the Patriots to, to move up and get. Got that one wrong, it looks like. I mean, this kid is mistake prone. And the other thing, too, I don't know if you heard, maybe Ben at some point when we come back from a break can play the sound. Did you hear Zach Wilson this week? 
Did you hear him this week? We were talking to the, I think it was a New York Post or uh, one of those New York papers, one of those journalists. Man, did he sound defensive. Boy, did he sound defensive. That's not a good sign. If you like reading the tea leaves, you know, I've talked in this space over the last several weeks about, despite it not being his fault, looking at Mac Jones on the field, looking at his eyes, looking at his body language, looking at him on the sideline, moping, the whole narrative about him asking why, him wearing it on the sidelines. I'm a big believer in what my eyes tell me. The other part of that is I'm a big believer in what my ears tell me. And when I heard Zach Wilson speak this week, and I'm I'm hoping Ben can find that sound, I can play it for you after the break, man, did he sound defensive. And something I learned a long time ago is if you're defensive in an argument, you've lost the argument. So as much as Mac Jones is in his head, and we've been talking about that for weeks here on WEI and me, me specifically, and he needs to get that sorted out, Zach Wilson is very much in his own head too. And the results head-to-head between the Patriots and the Jets, between Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, it's all in favor of the Patriots. The, the Pats have won 13 in a row against the Jets. <laughs> you know That dates back a long time. Back to Super Bowl 49. So... The Jets are coming in angry. The Jets have as much to gain and as much to lose by winning or losing this week as the Patriots do. And I think, in general, they're a better team. But they got a big problem under center with Zach Wilson. And I'm going to keep pounding that. And I'm going to pick the Pats on Sunday for that reason. I'm not going to believe a thing about Zach Wilson until I'm proven otherwise, until I see something with my eyeballs. I haven't seen a thing from that guy. And I think there's a reason that um, Joe Flacco played so much in the early part of the season. I know Zach Wilson was hurt, but he was ready about two weeks before they put him in. At least a week. At least a week. I think if I remember correctly, it was about two weeks. And they made him sit there. And whether they were putting him in the penalty box or what it was, I think it's performance-based with them. And although the Jets' defense is better, and they're going to come after Mac Jones... And I'm not sold that Mac Jones can even handle it. I'm less sold that the that the Patriots defense, which I don't think is as good as the Jets defense, I think it's really good. The Jets are an A minus. The Patriots are a B plus. It's close. I think there's a little bit more talent on the Jets side from the front seven all the way back, particularly in the defensive backfield. But the Patriots might not have to be a B plus defense with with Zach Wilson out there. You know, I mean that was pathetic two weeks ago, and that's not the only evidence we have. Every time he's played the Patriots, it's been an S show. And every time he's pretty much played on an NFL field, it's been that way. So what's different Sunday? What's different Sunday? Lots of scenarios to talk about. 617-779-7937. Here's the thing. Even if the Patriots do win, and it's a redo of what we saw a couple weeks ago in New York, the Patriots are now six and four. The Jets would drop to six and four. My question for you at 617-779-7937 is, is simply this. Does it feel like they're a playoff team? It doesn't feel like it to me. It doesn't feel like it to me. And in Bill Parcells once famously said, You are what your record says you are. Okay. If the Patriots win, they'll be six and four. And they would have been head-to-head 2-0 against the Jets. Not bad. Not bad. And they're sitting at 5-4 and four now in the seventh position for the playoffs in the AFC. So I got to think at 6-4, and four, they're no worse than 7. They probably move up the charts a little bit. So you are what your, your record says you are, is what Bill Parcells once said. And for the most part, I believe it. Something about this 2022 Patriots team, though, guys, that feels like smoke and mirrors to me. They don't feel like a 6 and 4 team. And they aren't yet. If they win, they'll be 6 and 4. Are they really? I think the answer to that question is not going to come after the game on Sunday. If they lose, you'll get the answer to the question. No, they are not. They're not they are a middling 500 team with no chance of making the playoffs if they lose to the Jets. If they beat the Jets, I still don't think you have any answers. The answers come later. The answers come about four days later. The first answer does on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving night when they play the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, <laughs> now you're going to learn something. The Vikings are good. 
And these aren't your daddy's Vikings anymore, guys. Did you watch that game last week? Game of the week last week, by the way. What a game, Vikings-Bills. That was great. That was great. That was a lot more fun than watching Nick Folk field goal people to death, like the Colts the week before with the Patriots. What a football game, that Buffalo-Minnesota game. I think both teams were trying to hand it to the other one in certain ways. I mean, the last two minutes of that game and then into overtime was dizzying in terms of the way it turned around. It looked like it was going to be Minnesota's game, then Buffalo's game, then Minnesota gave it back to Buffalo and, and back and forth and back and forth. I mean, unbelievable drama in that game. But what I learned in that game is you have two teams that have been snake bit for their entire NFL existence. The Buffalo Bills have lost four Super Bowls in a row, by the way. The Minnesota Vikings back in the late 60s and early 70s lost a ton of Super Bowls. And these two organizations have been snake bit the entire time. Snake bit. One of them has to figure it out. And I think last Sunday it was Minnesota that figured it out. And Minnesota and the Patriots are going to square off on Thanksgiving night. I'll be in, by the way, with Mark Dondero on Thanksgiving morning, 9 to noon. So tune in. We'll talk a lot of football. But do you learn anything after Sunday if the Patriots win? They sit at 6-4. and four. I suggest you don't. But next Thursday against the Vikings and then two against the Bills and the Dolphins and the Bengals, then yeah. Yeah, I think you do learn. I think you do learn. Lines are heating up. Let's take uh, Steve and Everett. Let's talk about the Pats. Steve, good evening. Good evening, Hack. Good show, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for the call. All right. So, listen, here's my take, okay? I feel we as fans and, and you guys as the media, we're still are having struggle because we have seen the Patriots being in, in, in Dynasty for so long. Yeah. But this year specific, we have had our challenges from the quarterback, offensive line, coaching, and every, everything else in between. But there's no one team you can say, wow, that is the team this year. We talked about Buffalo at the beginning. Yeah. Look at them. You know, we talked about the Jets. I mean, yeah, they're going to come here. You're saying they're going to come here angry? Guess what? They were angry in New York. Yeah, okay? that's, that's we a good beat point. them there. All right, we beat them there. So let them come angry here. They're going to lose again. They're the Jets, okay? We, we have to, at, the, at this point in time, yes, to me, I'm considering the Patriots to be a playoff team because there's no one team you can say, wow, that is the team that is unbeatable. Everybody can beat everybody on any particular Sunday. So as long as we have Bill, who has some done some mistakes here and there this season, you know, with the quarterback situation, especially, especially the way he treated Mark. I didn't like it that much, mm. but he is a great coach with a pride and he knows how to win games. And everyone in those coaching staff, they have pride. This is a good team with some struggles in different areas, but they, they will beat the Jets. So we're going to be six and four. And when we're six and four, you have to start thinking that, this is a good team, like any other NFL team that can beat anybody on any particular Sunday. Great show, sir. Thank, Thank you, you Steve. Much. All right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right, Steve, a lot of passion, like in the heat at uh, 1040 on a Friday night. Good job by Steve and Everett. You know what? A lot of what he said makes sense, um, particularly about Belichick. And I've been hard on Belichick, you know, uh, the last several weeks, and I think with good reason. Because I think the way that he built this coaching staff um, was irresponsible. I would say it's negligent. Learning on the fly, as Chris in the car said. You, you can't do that. The time to learn on the fly is after you're eliminated in the 2021 season all the way through training camp. Then the learning's over. Once Labor Day comes, the learning is over. Not the case. Not the case. Terrible job by Belichick building into the 2022 season this year. Okay? The positive is... Come Sunday, when you look at that sideline, you see him with the hoodie on, the cutoff sweatshirt, and he's got the, you know, he's, he's making the notes with his pencil and his notepad. You know, the guy's great. Guy's great at that. Great at that. And you do. You do. You know, the caller from Everett. You know, Steve is right. You have a chance every Sunday because of that. Even a couple of years ago when Hoyer was going against the Chiefs, they went into Kansas City. Great defensive game plan. I have no doubt the Pats will be ready to play and they can win on Sunday. My question is, if they do win and they're 6-4, and four, do we know anything else other than that they're 6-4 and four in the playoff mix? 
I can tell you this. I know this for a fact. If they make it, they're out fast. Quick break. Back after this. 617-779-7937. Lines are heating up. Jump in. We'll talk more Pats. And then at 11 o'clock, we're transitioning to the Bs and the goalie aficionado, Dougie Michaels. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Right back to it. Friday night with the Hacksaw on WEEI. I thought they were good emotions. I mean, I was frustrated, and, you know, I still believe nobody outside of this building knows what they're talking about. So. Uh, well, I do. Oh, yeah? yeah? Why'd you turn down a coaching position? Who told you that? That's Zach Wilson. Nice job by Ben Charleston in the booth. The next time you're going to have to get me a cut from Saturday Night Live with, uh, I'm not the one being defensive, you're the one being defensive. I've said this for a long time. If you're defensive in an argument, you've lost the argument. And Zach Wilson, I think that was like a cut from Wednesday, you know, Wednesday press conference. He's feeling defensive like that with the New York media coming off a loss to the Patriots a couple weeks ago and coming in here on Sunday. I don't know, man. <laughs> that, that feels like a recipe for success for the Patriots and Bill Belichick. And again, I've said this a couple times. I think the best unit on the field on Sunday will be the Jets' defense. But it's not the offense. And it's not because Brees Hall's hurt. It's not because Corey Davis is hurt. It's not because, you know, rookie Garrett Wilson hasn't really hit his stride yet or Denzel Mims or Elijah Moore will probably get more time. It's none of those things. It's not an indictment on the offensive line of the Jets. It's that guy you just heard, Zach Wilson. I am underwhelmed by him. And I, I, I liked him coming out of college and Brigham Young. I remember talking to Nick Fitzy Stevens when his star was starting to shine, you know, thought he was like a little diamond in the rough. Like, hey, maybe he's a Brigham Young. Maybe maybe he'll slip. Maybe he'll slip to the Patriots, you know. But then he just kept winning and winning and winning. And he was running with the football and scoring touchdowns with his legs and he was slinging it all around the yard against mediocre competition and looking pretty good. How's it looked in the NFL? Not so good. And I don't think it's a talent issue. I think it's a mental issue. And if you have a mental issue as a quarterback, you have a big problem. If you have a mental issue as a quarterback and you're playing the Patriots and Bill Belichick, you got a really big problem. If you have that same mental problem and you're a quarterback and you've had zero success against Bill Belichick and you're coming in again on Sunday, you got a really, really, really big problem. And that's what I think the Jets have. If it was an even playing field, I'd take the Jets. I think the Jets are a better football team than the Patriots in 2022. There, I said it. But they got a problem at quarterback. Number two is a problem for the Jets. Now, number 10 on the Patriots has not 
shown well or given us the success we thought we'd see in year two. And I've been saying this for several weeks. I don't think it's all his fault. I think very little of it is. However, and I wrote this last week on WEI.com, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Cheech and Chong, as Chris in the car called them earlier, um, frickin' frack, whatever you want to call them. The changing of the mindset of the running game with the zone, the much ballyhooed zone running scheme, the trying to get the ball down the field, the 50-50 balls, all that stuff that hasn't worked. The abomination that was Monday Night Football against the Bears and him coming off the field and the, even the, the, the trial of two quarterbacks in one game that they were selling before the game was weird and handled even more poorly after that. It's been ugly, and I don't think they've set up their best asset, their number one asset for success. I don't like the way they've handled Mac Jones. I think they've helped him retard his own progress. That said, at some point, you got to look on the field, and the look on the field hasn't been good. So, when you think of it that way, and you think of Mac Jones going against this vaunted Jets defense that is on the rise, that is violent, that is fierce, that is talented, that is fast, that is making plays... It sounds like it doesn't look good for the Patriots, but again, it's that Zach Wilson factor, man. Zach Wilson, I just, I'm not seeing it. And I can't, if you're going to put Zach Wilson in in the ring against Matt Judon in an emerging secondary and Bill Belichick calling the defensive plays, you can beat them with Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator. They did it two weeks ago, and I suspect in front of the home crowd, They'll do it again. They'll do it again. And they will come out of this week if I'm right. Now, Zach Wilson could play the game of his life and maybe turn his career around. And if he does, I'll eat you-know-what on Friday night next week. I promise I will. But I don't see it, man. (laughs) I don't see it with Zach Wilson. The problem is, is I think at 6-4, and we don't learn anything. We don't learn anything. It looks pretty good on paper to be 6-4, and four, but the schedule gets pretty tough after the Jets. And I think Mike and Newton wants to talk about that. Good evening, Mike. Hey, Jim. Thanks for, thanks for taking the call. Um, I, I want to get into the Pats, but I just want to like, quickly acknowledge that the season that the, the Bruins are having is absolutely amazing, Yeah, uh, it, it, as well as the Celtics. But... With the Celtics, I kind of expect it. The Bruins is a total surprise. I agree with I would you. Say about the, I w- yeah, I would say about the the Bruins, you know, it, it, and not to demean anything that's going on right there. I mean, I, just, I mean, they could not be playing better. But, you know, tell me how they're playing, you know, going into the playoffs and the first round of the playoffs. Because in hockey, that's all that counts, really. Yeah, it's true. And we're going to talk a lot of hockey in the 11 o'clock hour, Mike. We've got uh, a, uh, the, goal, the president of the Goalie Academy, Stride Right Power uh, Skating, and Michaels Hockey Academy, former UConn University goalie, Doug Michaels, a goalie expert. And why I brought in Doug is because yeah. the way that the Bruins are playing, I love it. I love it. I love this high-flying, open offensive style. Yep. I've never seen the, a Bruins team ever play this way. If you're going to play this way... You better have elite goaltending because you're leaving your goalie out to oh, dry. Yeah. So totally I, like, and, and, and they better know their angles and all that because yeah. they're just, yeah, they're going to become, you know, you, when you leave the defenseman in there to play in the offensive zone, you know, you're bound to be caught in a mismatch. But Jim, I wanted to go through the, the path schedule with you real quick. Let's just wins it. and losses. Yeah, let's do it. Um, if we could. Uh, the Jets coming up this weekend, I mean, we, we, we got to chalk that up as a, as a W for the Pats. Otherwise, basically, the season's over right then, I, I would think. You, I you think got so. them as a W, I think. Yep. Yeah, it's because, because of Zach Wilson. It's because of Zach Wilson. I just have no yeah. faith in that he can beat a Bill no, Belichick I, defense. Yeah. You know? I, think, I, I think Salado did say basically after that game, though, he was like, you don't have to be the hero. You know, like bo- being boring is good, which I thought was good advice for him. I mean, maybe Mac Jones did heed some of that advice. But then we go to the Thanksgiving against the Vikings. I got that as an L. Me too. Yeah. And then December 1st, the Bills. 
uh, you know, a, a week after Thanksgiving on a Thursday night. I'm sorry. I, I think they're flat. I think the Bills beat us in their the better team. Unless Josh Allen's, like, elbow is broken, in which case all bets are off. Better news came out for him, if you're a Bills fan, that uh, not that he's past the injury, but it doesn't seem to be uh-huh. the issue that they thought it might be, you know? Well, no, it didn't seem to be in that in that last game. So then, Jim, Monday, Monday night, so we got a, we got a, a, we agree on two wins and a loss. Yep. Then the Cardinals, they're at the Cardinals on a Monday night in Arizona. I'm sorry, just that that's got loss written all over it for the Pats on the road in Arizona. Yeah, that that one's you a. Think? You know, I think that one to me, Mike. When I look at it on the schedule, and I look at the Arizona Cardinals and who they are as a team, I think it go mm-hmm. I could, it could go either way. But the way that we're breaking Sorry. the way, but the way that we're breaking okay. this out now, coming off of Thanksgiving, what I think will probably most likely be a loss against the Vikings, and then going on the road to the Cardinals, I don't love yeah. it. I don't love it. You all know? right, but I'll tell you. All right, let me throw this in there then too. Uh, a quarterback that can run. Facing the Patriots' defense, like the Patriots, yes. just like I'm sorry, just like fold the card table. Yeah, Kyler Murray's quick as a bunny, and he has, Kyler, he has a tendency yeah. to pull out those wins at the end for sure. Yep. We'll look. We'll look at Josh Fields. I mean, Josh Fields ran all over them. You think? I mean, that the not that's not going to happen again. So the Raiders the next week, I'll give them a win just because the Raiders are pathetic. But yep. I don't even know if I should give them a win because like Josh McDaniels might like. You know, he might coach him up for that he one. He knows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that might be a loss. Then we get the Bengals on Christmas Eve. I think I, I don't know. I think the, the Pats lose that because I, I unless like you know, uh, unless you know, I think uh, the Bengals is, the, the Bengals are starting to get they collapse. Listen, the Bengals are starting to look a little better than they were earlier in the year. They are the defending mm-hmm. conference champions. I expect them. I expect their ship to be righted by then, and I would expect. Uh, yeah, I think they should lose. Yeah, I think that's a loss for Pats and the Dolphins yep. up here on New Year's Day. You would think we would beat them, but I'm sorry, I just don't see us beating the Dolphins with the the you know the guys on defense that they just got, uh, and also um, uh, Tyree Kill and Waddle. Yeah, like if if Tua like if Tua is even like conscious for that game. You know, and it's not like 30 below zero. The Dolphins should win that. And yep. then finally the Bills on the road. I think that's another loss. So, I don't know, Jim. I think they finish under 500. And I think, what are we doing here? I mean, like, it's just like a it's just like a ship lost in the night. I mean, we're just, like, going to be middling for a while now and, like, get a terrible draft pick. Uh, I'll leave you with that, Jim. I, I just don't see much hope for the Pats at all, even – uh, even if we win tomorrow, I think it's just going to be a disappointing rest of the season. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for the call. Always a good call from Mike and Newton. And so he chalks it up that it looks like a seven and ten team. You know, if you if you add in the Jets this Sunday, and you add in you chalk up a win maybe against the Raiders, he's got them at seven and ten. You know, that's in the range of outcomes. Mike and Newton is right. That is in the range of outcomes. At the beginning of the year, I predicted the Patriots would be somewhere between eight and nine, and nine and eight. Nine and eight if everything broke right. And everything hasn't broken right. They're five and four going into the Jets game here, week eleven. That Bears game sure didn't go right. So everything doesn't go right. So I'm thinking eight and nine. So Mike and I are in a similar place. I think they have a little bit more a teeny bit more upside than Mike does, but um, you know, it's one game's worth. It's not a lot. Let's take we got a Jets fan. We got Carlos in White Plains. Carlos. Hey, uh, so uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, of course. I, I, I want, I mean, I, I hear you guys uh, completely. First and foremost, Bill Belichick hates the Jets. So I see that as a huge first game versus you guys versus this upcoming game. First, we lost Brees Hall, yep. you know, right at the start of the game after we scored that touchdown. And we've, you know, we added Robinson from the Jaguars since then. And we took on that Bills defense, you know, which I, I would, you could, you know, you could argue very well, you know, at least up to recently was better than the Patriots defense. Yeah, and um, and while I don't like the defensive tone as well from uh, from Zach Wilson, I think he takes that cue a little bit from uh, Robert Sala, who you know was the same way with the receipts comment, and he's been backing it up. So I don't know if maybe it's a culture thing, and that's what I'm hoping it is, you know, so that he really will back it up, and it's more of a culture thing, and he really is confident despite the defensiveness. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, so that's that. kind of how I'm looking at it. All right, Carlos, we appreciate it. It's always good to hear from a Jets fan. Now that you know, now that Pete Davidson and I don't have the fantasy football hour anymore, I don't get my Jets fix every week. So good for Carlos for calling. Appreciate the call. I'll say this: that's a 
hopeful voice of a fan there is, is what that is. And I like that. I, I like the fact that uh, Carlos is, you know, root, root, root for the, for the road team in this situation. But, you know, to me, it's, it's less about the receipts. It's more about what is and isn't in Zach Wilson's mental makeup. That's what I, if I'm a Jets fan, that's what I'm worried about. And frankly, as a Patriots fan, it's kind of what I'm worried about about Mac Jones. Although I thought his mental makeup was pretty good. Until Belichick and Patricia and Judge and the clown show they put around him did their best to try to unwind that and untangle what's in his mind. We'll learn a lot about Mac Jones. I'm, I'm worried about him. I talked about that a lot last week. It was kind of the theme of my show. I wrote a column on WEI.com. You can check it out. I've, I've got it up on my Twitter profile, which is at WEI Hacksaw. If you're not following me, give a follow. I usually pump out an article uh, once a week, and I do the show once a week. So uh, you get all that content there. Um, but, you know, for Zach Wilson, you know, back to Carlos from White Plains, Jets fan, to me it's the mental makeup of the player, you know, and I haven't seen enough to be confident in that. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see on Sunday. That's one thing we'll learn. We're going to learn who's going to win that game. We're going to break. And then we're going to come back. We're going to pivot off the Patriots. Obviously, we'll take your calls on Pats, but we're going to talk a little hockey. And I've got Doug Michaels, a goalie expert, in because I want to talk Bruins. I've been, I've been waiting to talk about Bruins, and now the timing is right. So a little break, come back, and join us for some Bruins talk. Sports Radio, WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 